Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own Growing Green Landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings, and I am super excited to be coming to you today with another fresh new episode for your Monday, and welcome into another Marriage Monday. If you're listening and you're starting your week off, then I hope it started off well because it was brought to my attention that there's a few people's shows or a few people's lives that we start their week. Uh, we start the week with, and if we don't start good on a high note, then your week starts bad and starts on a low note. So we're going to try to bring the energy and keep that up this morning here to start the week before Thanksgiving. Very thankful to be in this position for all of you guys that have listened and helped us grow the show over the past couple of years. Thank you for allowing us to bring Marriage Mondays to you and bring them uh, regularly and try to just bring the best content that we can. A lot of you guys that have come on and done shows with us, we very, very appreciate you because show would not be possible without you, literally uh, because of you. And so could not be more thankful for that. Hope everybody's season has gone well, kind of ended well, tapering down. And a lot of you guys up north are getting ready for some snow to start here in the next couple of weeks and finishing, getting your last leaf cleanups in, getting the, getting the plows and the salters on. Down here in the south, we're still rocking and rolling with doing leaves and we're throwing up Christmas lights left and right. Maybe talk some more on that here on Wednesday or Friday's show. But we uh, just want to hop in today to a, a new a new release that we've had. We've got this one in the in the books for a while and decided to go ahead and let this thing out of the bag today. This is our Together in the Trades 2023 talk. We were in Big Sky, Montana. We were blessed to be able to talk out there, Savannah and I, to about, like I said, 55 uh, couples, I think, was out there. So 110, 120 people plus sponsors and and everybody there at the event. So it was a very, very good time out there getting to hang out with so many great people, got to meet a lot of new people, make some new friends out there. It was a a trip of a lifetime for sure, Big Sky. Big Sky's awesome. We already plan on going back. I highly recommend if you've never been to Big Sky, Montana, then you go back. I want to go back and see the snow because they apparently have like record-breaking snowfall up there. Their ski slopes are crazy. Um, so, yeah, I want to go back up there and, and definitely see that again. But we are releasing our talk from that. We were blessed to be able to talk out there. And so this is a, this is a good show, I, I believe. I think there's a lot of value packed in here. Talking about defining roles in marriage and in business and how important that is. Uh, I believe there's a lot of truth in here that can hopefully resonate down to you guys and bring some some good value for you heading into this Thanksgiving week ahead. So, like I said, thanks for tuning in. It means the world to us. Give us a big five starting review if you enjoy the show. But without any further ado, let's hop in and hear some more from Big Sky Montana from our Together in the Trades 2023 speech. So, if y'all have ever listened to the podcast, Savannah loves leading it. Uh, she said she wanted to lead the whole speech today. That's definitely not what happened. Uh, all right, so first off, Thank you all for coming, uh, being here. I want to say this before we get rolling. Let's make them uncomfortable for a second. I want everybody to stand up in two seconds. Turn around. Look at the four of those people in the back. Look at the two children. Look at the three people, the three kids at the house in Ohio. And just say thank you. Because we wouldn't be here without them. Raise your hand if you wouldn't be here in this position without them. Okay. So everyone in here. Is this your first time? Maybe it's your first time, maybe it's your third time. It doesn't matter. I don't want them to go unnoticed 
everybody else coming up here saying great things. We're going to be the least qualified person up here. Absolutely. Stand up, turn around, look at them, give them a big round of applause, say thank you for coming and doing this thing. Make them feel uncomfortable, but they deserve it. And we are glad to be here with each and every one of you. Uh, it means the world to us to get to do it. So, really quick before we get started. Uh, so, a few quick, before we get into speech. This, I was saying that earlier, I was looking around, I was like, this is so weird. How many in here, how many of you guys are wearing a plastic ring? This is like a con, like an event for contractors. Like, who actually has a, uh, a metal ring on? A metal or a plastic? Who has plastic? Okay, well, okay, y'all dressed up. I put my, I never wear a metal one. I put it on just to be, because, like, we were up there. Y'all actually all wear metal rings? All your contracts wear metal rings? All the time? That's impressive. Okay, well, whatever. All right, so quickly, before we get in, uh, Brian always does the who's been married the longest. Uh, yeah. 30, 38 years? That's insane, okay? We hope to, I have to be here in 38 years and yeah. be married in 38 years. You wanna, do you want to do it? No. Okay, we always, so we are, we've been married for three years, been together for six, so we always, like, want to relate to the younger crowd. Um, some of you might tune out. That's okay. We're just going to try to do the best we can. But uh, who's, who is – I want to do a little giveaway. So thanks to Josh Sutton. Josh Sutton makes some hats on the side. There's some awesome Together in Trades hats here. Who's been married the least amount of time? No, no. Don't what? Who's been married for five years or less? Okay, five years or less. Okay. Oh, that's okay. Our people. Who's oh, been so- married for four years or less? Three? Two? Who's been married less than a year? He's been married for less than six months. Less than six okay. months? When did y'all get married? April. Nice. Wow, that's awesome. Okay. And y'all are in Montana. So fantastic. Give them a round. Yeah. 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 I feel like, you know, we always talk about who's been married the longest, which is so incredible. That's what we're all striving for. Um, but I think it's so cool, too, to talk about people that have just gotten married that are already investing in themselves and in their marriage. Like, how cool it is. Six months in, you're already here. You're already trying to put in the work. Um, so kudos to y'all and everybody else that's been very young and that are doing this with us. Yeah, because we, let's see, first trade was 2020 or 21? 21. Okay, we've so we've been married just like over a year. Barely a year. <laughs> yeah, just barely a year. Uh, all right, so you see what we get in here to today, defining roles in your relationship. Um, it's kind of going to be the speech of where we want to go, kind of talk, we're talk about. Um, let's just go ahead and I guess hop in. Talk a little bit about us. Yeah, we'll go to it. So, who we are, uh, we're James, Jeremiah, Savannah. We've been married three years, like I said. Um, it's been a crazy three years. A lot's happened in three years. Uh, I didn't actually put a slide here for this. Really quick, got my, head, my hand caught in the head trimmer. Almost got fingers off. It's bad. You want to hear more, see a picture later, come up. I didn't want to put it in here because it's pretty graphic. But uh, having to show you, that's one of the things that's happened in the three years of being married. Uh, new parents to yeah, baby new. Jack. We have a 10-month-old who's and here somewhere. Yeah, he's with my mom somewhere. Yeah, he's probably taking now. Uh, we own Growing Green Landscapes, a lawn and landscape company in Birmingham, Alabama, right side of Birmingham. We've been in, in business for five years now. It's been an amazing journey. There's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs. We're in a big growth season for us. Uh, it's just been it's been wild. And getting when I first started, there was no community. There was a community. It was very very beginning stages. I knew nothing about it. I was in business for a solid two two and a half years before I started. Um, the, the, probably like a lot of you in here, the first way that I found out about the community was, uh, I don't even watch YouTube. Like, I don't scroll YouTube, I, but for some reason I had it on one night. And recommended for you was, I think it was your original shop tour with Core Ballad. And I saw Perfect, and I was like, holy crap, this, 
business like this exists? Like, that's crazy. And so that was kind of what got me in. And then ever since then, we just kind of dived in. Yeah, we just yeah. dove in, dived in. How do you say that? What's, what's the quote for that? Um, been in business for five years now. So Growing Green Podcast, that is a podcast that we started um, two years ago now, a little over two years, uh, talking all things marriage, business, life. Uh, we'll talk about a little, a little bit more about that in, uh, further in the slide. And then... Yeah, so Jeremiah has had the business since before we got together. We were dating uh, when he kind of decided this is the path that he wanted to go on. So I said, okay, let's do it. We were dating, but not so seriously that, you know, I knew all of it, what it entailed. Um, <laughs> but uh, he said, where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Just barely. I was barely floating. Was yeah, okay. yeah. Um, so he got into that. And kind of that's been his thing. And I do not work in business with him, at least at this point. The most involved I am. Um, I mean, I will get into that. But um, we do Marriage Mondays on the Green Podcast. So he puts out three episodes. And one of them we get on there on Mondays and talk about the we know about marriage. <laughs> Which yeah. is so he runs at 60 weeks. We started. Uh, so we went to the original Together in Trace 2021. Imagine, uh, amazing event, and then so last year in Nashville, we had just started. I think we were like two. I weeks don't think in. we had started. Was it? Did we start after? Yeah. Yeah, maybe I don't know. It was. We, right it was right around there. So we we went to this event. We were like, dude, this is awesome. Like, there's an event where we can come, we can grow our marriage, we can learn in business. Why is there not more stuff like this? And I said it's great, but it's one time a year. Like it, it like we need it four or five, seven, ten times a year. But it's just not possible. We can't take off work all this time. We can't travel. It's just not possible. So I said, how can we put our spin on this and, and do it and bring the best value, the best way that we can learn, we can grow. So we started what we called Marriage Monday. Uh, started off, I mean, like, I don't even know. I, I'm scared to go back and listen to the first couple episodes because there's nothing what we talked about. Yeah. Um, but we have learned so much through that. Like, having conversations. There's a lot of you in here that have actually been on the show. And we've interviewed and we've talked and we've discussions. And yeah, we've learned from like you guys. Like we've been married for three years. Like we are not marriage professionals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we don't know what we're doing. <laughs> no, we're just, we're learning every day. But, but I'll tell you this, having conversations with people who are more qualified, people who have been in business longer, been married longer, will exponentially grow your, your knowledge and your wisdom. Like I know things that I know our friends back at home who just aren't in the same circle, same situations. We know things about marriage that I promise you they don't know. And we talk to them about these things. It's just different. We talk to them about these things and like, yeah, I've never thought about it that way. And it's not anything that we know. It's because we get around people who are further along in life and business and marriage with us. Yeah. Um, so that's where Marriage Monday started. It's been an amazing journey up to this point. Uh, so now podcast is out there, Marriage Monday, cool. Uh, Santa is a pediatric nurse, so this is if you listen to podcasts. This is, this is Savannah's I'm alternate life. life. Um, I'm just a nurse. Is anybody here working in the medical field? Spouse? Okay. So y'all know, like, if you're a nurse, then your spouse doesn't know anything about what goes on there because we can't just go shadow you at the hospital. Like, yeah. And so I, I have no idea. Like, so I've never seen Savannah. Work. My life. He has no idea what goes on. She could. There. She could not be going to to work at the hospital. Like, she works at a pediatric hospital. Like, she cannot go there. I don't know. I've never been there. Um, but you did that. So that was your passion, straight out of school, um, straight out of high school. Yeah, I uh, knew that's what I wanted. Um, been doing that for three years. Um, and we've gone back and forth. I mean, I think for, it works for us now that me being kind of outside of the business, um, not to say that won't ever change. It's in, my, in the works eventually. It's something that we're working towards. But um, 
I have a passion for that outside of growing green, so it works for us right now. So I think that another, you kind of touched on the intention with the podcast, and just something that we had talked about when we started it was we know we're nowhere near qualified to give people marriage advice. We we don't know, any, we're, you know, we're figuring it out, we're, you know, one day We put a time. different perspective on it. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here but, and say we're not qualified to say anything. We put a different perspective, and we're, we're encouraging people who are younger than us. Like, that's yeah. the thing that I wish... I had when I was 16, 15, 16, 17 years old was people that were six, seven, eight years older than me. Yeah. And like, it's not to say that people that are older and in a different stage of life can't give you good advice because it's what I just said. Get around people who are further along in business than you. But you still want to be and you want to relate to people who are somewhat in the same stage. Exactly. And I think that was the thing is, you know, we don't really know a ton yet. Uh, we've got a lot of life and experience to go. Um, but let's have, start having the conversations. Let's just get. Let's spark yeah. conversation. Let's let's just bring it up. Let's see what we think and where we're going. And hopefully, um, by doing the podcast, we'll just help other people to spark those conversations and have those conversations for their own marriage. So, you know, but it's come back to help us more than them. Exactly, like, and it just sparks more conversation for us outside of it. You know, conversations that we probably never would have had um, outside of that. So, I think it just that's our intent with it, and we really just try to be real. I mean, it's up there, raw and relatable, because again. We don't have it figured out, but we're figuring it out along the way. So we're just trying to relate to everybody and be really real about it. Because let's be honest. So I talked about I'm talking about making this joke before we came here. Who's coming in here on like very close to fifty? Like you're coming off a of spring rush. You're for us in the south. Spring rush never slowed down. It was wild. Um, everybody's kind of worried about the economy. You don't know which which, which way it's going. We we were prepared, but like dude, we were and we were slammed. And uh, really quickly, me and Savannah chose to do this program called 7 Up Hard. It's been great for us. We chose to do it right in the middle of Spring Rush, which is uh, crazy. And so it's been wild. But we're coming in here to speak at Maris Conference on like empty. Like our, our tanks are drained yeah. um, because we're, I'm up late. I'm sitting out estimates. You can't ever get called up. Like everyone knows that. I know I'm not the only one. Y'all cannot see and shake your head. Maybe. You're not. We're, no. <laughs> I, am I the only one? Am I the only one that's on empty? Like there's no way that's possible. Maybe it is. I don't know. But we want to be rural label. Our family, this is how our family started. Uh, we got two golden retrievers. And our dogs. And that we was like, oh. Really got stressed about. Somebody said earlier, like, you know, you think, you know, oh, marriage is so fun. And then you have a baby. Yeah. And that's kind of been the last year of our life. We were like, oh, this is so fun. Like, we live together. And, you know, you got your business. And I'm a nurse. And that's so great. Take our dogs on walks. Yeah, it's right. fun. And then, you know, more business and. You have a baby, and then life grows. Life grows, and then we have this is baby Jack. Uh, you'll see him around probably this afternoon. I haven't seen him if you haven't seen him already, but he's ten months old. He is awesome. Uh, we love him, and he's just—he's probably one of the best things that's ever happened. So easy, yeah. And we're still semi in the like what the heck's happening phase. Yeah, we're like trying to figure it out. starting to sleep again, but also like I see you guys with younger babies that are like three, four months old, and I'm like, oh man, like I, I, that wasn't that long ago, but I'm like, man. I'm, you just, time, you just keep pushing time, through it. Time like, is a different world when you have Yeah, baby. yeah. Anyways. I forget what they do. I, I already kind of forget, like, the timeline of things. But it's amazing. It's so an amazing really journey. It's it's one of the best things ever. So why roles? Let's actually get into what we're going to talk about today. Well, I think just talking about when we said, you know, we're going to speak in marriage conference, being married for three years. Like, what do we really have to bring to the table? Not a ton. Um, but we talked about, you know, last year um, – one of the topics was finding a common purpose for your family. And so, great, you have that. Now, how do we carry that out? How do we get that going in the right direction? Um, and 
for us, especially when life is crazy and hectic, you know, we have to find out what is going to help us achieve those goals. And when we're in the craziness of having a 10-month-old, a spring rush of, of just everything that life has, like, how do we know everything's getting done? How do we know that we are in the best place that we can put ourselves to succeed? And so we're thinking, you know, like, you have to sit down and have that conversation of, like, assigning, not really assigning, but yeah. having roles and responsibilities and how are these things legitimately and logistically going to get done for our marriage and our business. Roles bring structure to chaos. It's, it's what you just said, piggyback off that. It's like when life has gone crazy, when spring rushes go and when you're having babies, when, when life is happening, you just, you don't know what, you, you don't even know what's happening. Like, like Jeff said, the mortgage is going to get missed. Like if you don't have those certain, that's a, it's a crazy example, but it's one of those things, like, if you don't have these things lined up, who's going to take care of certain things, stuff will get missed. Your, your life will get turned upside down very quickly. Um, and that that's the case for just, like, an average married couple, much less a married couple who's running a business together uh, and has kids and all that along the way. So it also encourages efficient teamwork. Um, we have grown – I'm a very independent person. I, I'm the way of just, like, I'm going to do it, and I want to get it done because I can do it fast, good. We don't have time to sit here and teach you. Let me do it and get over with us move on with my lives. Um, yeah. You kind of you wanted to be you wanted we wanted to figure out how we could do things together efficiently. Efficiently, yeah. exactly. And so, role creating roles was one of the first ways to do that. Well, and that I feel like we're just saying that roles, like in in your everyday life, the things that you we're have to those. get done. Yeah. Episode, so. Um. But it just it well, it's next. Minimizes conflict from unmet expectations. Unmet expectations will cause you um, undefined roles can turn into major arguments. That is 100% hands down. One of the, some of the biggest fights we've been in have been because things didn't get done that the other person felt that we're gonna do. And we learned very quickly, like, that has to stop. It's so unhealthy, it's so unhealthy when I expect her to do something. Because here's the thing, like, we're both working. Like, yeah. she, she's not I, sat I, home on yet. Yeah, like, it's crazy. We, she works a full-time job. She, she works part-time now. She was working full-time for the majority, for the first two and a half years of my marriage. And we both, like, I was running the business. We were rocking and rolling. And things were getting missed. And I was like, we were just like, it's not, it's not my job. Well, it's not my job. Yeah. We're both working. So how do we figure this out? Yeah. And I feel like, you know, this is a problem, a problem now for us in our life. So... If we don't get a handle on this now, I can't imagine, you know, when we add a couple more kids to the mix and they get older and you're really running in hundred different directions and your business continues to thrive and you really have a half thousand things on your to-do list at all times, like how do you ensure that those things are getting done and they're not slipping through the cracks? And we had talked about just how essential it is, as silly as it sounds, to just sit down and make a list. Like what are things that you need to be getting done on a daily basis? Um, or even like monthly, just whatever wherever place in life you are, where, what do you need done? And are you getting them done? Are there things that you're both doing that you don't realize like, oh, we could probably like throttle back on that. Or are there things slipping through the cracks that you're not even aware of? Separate the, separate the list of the business parcel. So as you just went over point number one, when you go through those lists, you have to figure out a point and a way to keep your marriage and your business separate in some aspects. Like you're, when you, it, whether she works in the business or not, Kevin Brady say this, they preach this, whether you're in business together or not, you bring the business home. Like, it just is what it is. I bring it home every day. She sees it. She's not in it every day, but she sees it. She's a part of it. We have to figure out some way to separate those two. And this is a great way to get started for us. Um, so Jeff had that nice homework pencil. 
uh, our, our homework <laughs> early on in here. It's just like action steps, I guess you could say. Uh, action steps, like make a list of what, what are daily tasks that have to be done in your business every single day just to operate. And then talk in your personal life. What are things to do that have to happen to keep the house up and running? And you and Brian and Liz have talked about this before. Like y'all very clearly define your roles early on in marriage of like who's gonna take care of what? Liz is gonna do certain things, Brian's gonna do certain things. And we figured that out and we we're like, this is kind of life-changing. Like when you, <laughs> when you do it, it's, it's so simple. It's so simple. But it's it's not us coming at each other like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you take the trash out? Like yeah. that's one of the little crazy things, is like I always like trash is my job. That's it just is. It just trash goes out, so then take the trash out. Um, and there's a ton of little things like that along the way. But determine an area you don't mind handling. Um, well, and I think that's part of sitting down and they talked about, you know, evaluating your strengths and your weaknesses. Like, talk to each other about things that you feel like you're good at within your home. And if you're in business together, in business. Um, and that will obviously make your, your tasks or your things that you have to get done more enjoyable. And they'll obviously be done better because you know, like, you feel strongly about what you're doing and you feel like you're good at it. Um, if there's an area that you're like, I'm really not great at this, then like that's a conversation that needs to be had because obviously it's probably not getting done to the best of its ability or capacity because you aren't great at it or don't feel like you're thriving. Yeah, no, 100%. And it's like, I don't want to make her do something she doesn't want to do. But she doesn't want to make me something that I don't want to do. And so this kind of leads down to what we're saying here. It's like, that's, that's more unhealthy than anything. Even if you're missing stuff, if I'm expecting her to do things but she hates it, she's going to grow to hate me because I'm not going to do it. But she's going to grow to hate me because she doesn't want to do it. And so, like, that's just – we're just going to go in round and round. It's not going to do – we're not going anywhere with that. Um, so create a game plan. You get those lists lined out. You get these things figured out. What actually has to be done every single day. And you can go deeper if you want to. Go deeper. Look into the future. What, what has to happen to get here? Like, make your list. Put your spin on it. This is just what works for us. Create a game plan to, to attack these things. And it's, it's a working game plan. It's not something that's going to – you're going to set it once right in the beginning when you talk about these things and it sticks like that for the next five years. Like that's just not going to happen. Um, create a game plan though. Come together, talk about that, and make sure you're on the same page. Yeah. I mean it obviously um, – this seems very obvious. Um, it's going to evolve as your life evolves. You yeah. know, there are going to be things that aren't applicable in even like six months that maybe are right now. Ours have changed. You know how much our roles have changed in the last 10 months is having a baby? Yeah. Like it's crazy. Yeah. So you just, I mean, the importance of coming together, sitting down, what are we doing? What needs to get done? Are you still okay with this? Like, are we on the same page about what needs to get done and where we're going? And do we feel like we have a good game plan moving forward to execute these things to keep our family and our household running? Determine areas of delegation. So this is piggybacking off of that very uh, current thing. Yeah, that's, you know, no, we skipped that. We skipped undefined roles. Uh, well, We did. Yeah, we did skip undefined roles. If things get missed, if, if you don't define things, then that's when you're going to end up going in circles because things aren't getting done. This goes back to what I was saying. Determine an area you don't mind handling. So when you figure this out, I like this, I like this, we can make this work. Well, then you get to the point where I hate this and she hates this. Well, what are we going to do about it? Well, that's when delegation comes into play. And delegation looks different for everybody. It, it looks different for every stage of life, every financial status. Everything looks different for everybody. So this is not a, a one-point fix-all. Like it's, That's not what it is. But for us, there's certain areas where it's just like you have to learn that if we want to be healthy and have a good relationship, we have to have things that maybe we just delegate out. 
And well, and I think a different spin on that is even to each other. Like, if your plate yes. is so full with everything that you have going on, you know, and this is, maybe this is an us thing. Um, with me not being in the business, Jeremiah doesn't usually love to delegate things to me naturally. I mean, I'm not in it every day. Um, but there are times where physically, like, you know, he needs to delegate that to me. Or if like, there's a lot going on around the house and I need help, like, I have to delegate things that are normally my tasks to him. And I think it can work outside of the home and inside of the home, um, just knowing that it's just got to get done. So it's not always pretty, but it does. The inside of the thing, the inside of the home thing, that is huge. I mean, make sure that you realize that you can both pick up where other people lead off, where, where I have to let go, you can pick up. And we'll get to that in a second. But that kind of goes along with, with the delegation thing. So on to the next one. Uh, allow your, benef- your business to benefit your family, not hinder um, have you ever thought about that before? Like, why am I in business? Like, if, if I'm struggling, if I'm stressed, if the family is suffering, like, what are we doing here? Um, you, your business is, you have a business to create the life you want, not to live in misery your entire life. And a lot of, I mean, I know a lot of people who have been to that point where like, this is miserable. Life, life sucks. Like, this is hard. And then they readjust, they pivot, and they make their, they change their business to fit their life better. Because if your family isn't, thriving at home, then your business isn't going to thrive either, vice versa. Yeah, and I think it's not to say that there aren't going to be times where you're um, not loving it. I think that, you know, we've heard people talk about, you know, oh, that time in life where we were working Saturdays or we were working late. Like, yeah. we're in that time of life. Um, and I think it's not to say that Jeremiah hates it and we're just going to, you know, pivot and not do it anymore. I think having that mentality of knowing that this is what we want and it's going to get better and there is a light at the end of the tunnel and we have that common purpose makes it more bearable. So there are times where it might not feel like it's benefiting us in this very moment when he's out later, he has to work a Saturday, he's taking calls at, at dinner, um, which is not a normal thing, but like it happens. Um, just knowing and having that mindset in the back of your mind, like, it is going to benefit our family. It is, even when it doesn't feel like it or look like it on the forefront. Is your spouse employed outside of the business? Uh, this is a topic we could probably talk about for an hour and a half, two hours. Like, there's a lot of people. Is anybody so quick? I know I don't. We don't need to quit taking polls, but I like to know this stuff to see if we're the only ones. Who in here works together in the business totally? Like, y'all are both in the business together. And then who works outside of the business? So I would say okay. maybe maybe sixty forty outside the inside of the business. So we can relate to y'all. Y'all can relate to us a little bit. Um, it is, it's hard. Like, it's hard. And it's hard. It's a different kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard because there's times where she doesn't understand what I'm going through. And I don't understand what she's going through. But we come together at a head and we're like, how do we do this? How do we get through this? Like, how, how does the business keep moving forward, keep progressing without hindering or hurting our marriage and we really struggled with that um like our first year yeah year um, one year two was tough we yeah that. i mean just because we again didn't know what we were doing still figuring it out i just knew <laughs> this is going to sound bad i just knew that he had a business and he was spending a lot of money and i was not <laughs> and i was like what is going on all we're doing that's is true, spending money like that's and i don't real... know where it's going and i don't know what you're doing every day you don't know what i'm doing every day but i i mean you're cutting grass but like where's all our money going and what's going on and is it ever going to come back like i i don't know and i think we this is what sparks us wanting to talk about this is because we really had to sit down and say well 
do you want to roll in the business? Do you not want to roll in the business? Because if you don't, then we need to come to a place in a head that like you're comfortable and you trust me enough to make those decisions. And yes, we'll talk about it and financially be on the same page, but we have to have that boundary if you decide that you want your career outside of it, which I think is totally normal and that was very healthy for us. I, w- I would dare say, you might agree, but you might not. I would dare say that might be the most pivotal thing we've done in this whole process. Yeah. Is getting, because like you said, when I'm not, it's, remember, we're in years one, two, three, four, five. Everybody knows first five years of business is unlike any other. Like it's hard. You're, in, you're reinvesting, you're reinvesting, you're reinvesting. So when I'm coming home with equipment, I'm coming home with tools, I'm coming home with this, that, and the other. And we're just trying to build, we're trying to grow. And to her, it's like, like you said, where is this money? Like, where does it come from? Where is it going? I, I'm not seeing return from this yet. That's what her point of view is. So you go back a couple slides and she starts to hate us. She starts to hate the business. When we, if we let that continue for five years, seven years, 10 years, guess who else hates the business? Jack hates the business. Our other kids hate the business. Because they see mom hate it. And then it just goes in a never-ending circle, a never-ending cycle. And it's like, figuring that out for us was, I think, hands down, and that, first time I've said that, might have been the most pivotal thing, was getting you to the point where yeah. we determined your role, what you wanted, and then you, we just developed trust in each other. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the biggest, one of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give. Like, if you're outside the business, and that is a struggle that you go through, determine what you want. Determine, look, to, look to the future. Determine where you want to be. Do you want to be in the business? Do you want to stay home in three years? Do you want to work in the field? Do you want to work in your job for two or three more years? Save up money, put that paycheck away, and then come into the business. Like, figure or out what never. works for you. Like, it, yeah, it just you might so never different want to come for in. everybody. Like, you might want to just quit work, stay home, and not be in the business. Like, that, it, it's whatever works for you. But you have to come up with these things. You have to have, to, you have, to have a conversation. And it's one of the biggest things the podcast has done for us. It's like, it's, it's sparked conversations we would never ever have. And that's that's. One of the best things I can say, just try to figure that out the best you can. Um, second thing, we kind of already gone over that. Are you both on the same page about the purpose of the business? Yeah, and I think that's really true. I know we've kind of hounded on this like for the past couple of minutes, but when your spouse is outside of the business and they don't, they're not in the everyday and seeing the return and all of those things, making sure that you're both on board with what your purpose is and why you're doing that. Because um, I think it, it's hard. Like as a as somebody that doesn't is not in it with you every day. Um, I don't know kind of what you're experiencing or going through. I mean, we obviously have the conversations, and um, I hear a little bit of it. But, but it's the same thing. It's different. You, I don't understand what goes on at Children's Hospital. She doesn't understand what goes on on this customer's yard. Like, it just, she just won't know. Like, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so making sure that we both know that this is our purpose, this is why he's doing it, this is why he's putting in the hours, even though I'm on the flip side of it and I'm not having to do that. Um, um, my role more right now is within our home um, and helping with Jack and, and doing those type of things. And that might fluctuate in a couple of years, but that's an evolving conversation that we're continuing to have. It, it's brought us together really quickly before we move on, like the podcast. So we've been doing the podcast for three years or two years, a little over okay. two years, uh, three shows a week. It's a lot of time, a lot of time invested. First year before we did Marriage Monday, Savannah wasn't involved really. When she, I would go to the I had no idea. I was like, what are you doing? Like, are you just talking to talk? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Like, she didn't know the purpose behind it. I mean, and we had had a conversation, but, like, it's hard for her to understand. And then, so for that year, I mean, it wasn't, she didn't hate me. But there was times she definitely was in the podcast. Like, it was a, it was a big time commitment. Um, but then we started doing Mondays together. 
and she out what the purpose was, and now it's really not an issue anymore. Like we both know that's just what we do, and, yeah. and we're giving back and we're trying to grow and learn, and that's a perfect example. So take the podcast, take your example, put it into place, whatever works for you and your family. Uh, discovering your individual roles in business. What? Yeah. 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 This is great. Clear responsibilities and expectations for one another. Uh, so if you're going to bring your spouse into the business, then you have to make sure that you have clear expectations of what you want them to do. Uh, you can't just say, come in and do everything. Uh, you can't say, come in and do only bookkeeping. Well, I don't want paperwork. Well, don't make her do paperwork. Find something she likes to do. Um, so create the responsibilities. It's, like I said, it's not anything life-changing. Guys, I'm not trying to sit up here and blow your minds. It's just simple tasks that put on paper is like, hmm, that's actually a good idea. Uh, this may mean you have a large or a small role in the company. So, like I said, it could be bookkeeping. It could be sending out invoices once a month for three hours. Like, the, the thing is, is, like, that's a small role, but it's a huge role. That takes three hours off of my plate every month that I don't have to stress about it. You guys doing maintenance, you know. Like, you're, you're sending out invoices for 80, 100, 200 customers. Like, that adds up. That adds a lot of time. Um, push systems and processes in place. Try to automate all that. But it is what it is. If you can find somebody that can do that, do that. Make communication of these roles top priority. Stay in constant communication. If you get to the point where you're like, hey, I don't like this, then figure out a way to change it. And uh, Maybe I take on a new role and she switches and does a different role. And all this comes along with training. You have to communicate. This is why it's been hard for us. It, it, if we ever get to this point, it's going to be a challenge because like, like I said, I like doing these on my own. Um, but yeah, when we get to that point. On like such a minor level with like the podcast and some small things that I've helped to do now that I'm part-time at work, um, it has definitely been a conversation of, okay, what what do you actually want from me in this? Like, what do I need to do? I'm a very, like, I want it spelled out for me type of person. Like, I want my list, and I want to check things off. Um, so I, that has been extremely helpful and something that we've kind of had to navigate as I've tried to help a little bit more um, in that he has to be extremely clear and concise about what he expects from me, what he wants from me to help avoid, obviously, mistakes. Um, and arguments, conflict in that, in that, and that expectation. Adapt and grow as your business and life progresses. We already talked about that. It's just like nothing is going to stay the same. It's not going to stay there forever. Are we missing a slide? No. Okay, so now later on? Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, okay. All right, so it's never going to stay the same. A marriage is not 50 50. Uh, this is one of the things that's kind of a, this thought and what we're going to show here in a minute is somewhat new to us, but it's very, very real. Thing. Might not be new to everybody else. Yeah, you might all you might not know this and, and implement this. Fine, okay. Um, we need to go to hurry up. Everybody ready to go launch. So yeah, play this video real fast. Well, and what? Talk about that. I just think as we talk about these roles and we talk about this is my role, this is your role, it's not meant to be like, you know, a list of rules and regulations in your house feels like this such structured like oh I, that's my job i have to do it right now correct don't um, don't create a box for yourself no i think i mean it's supposed to help ease things um and i think a lot of times something that we worked on working outside of the business is we don't we have no idea what each of those days look like when we get home um and there are going to be times when like i'm not feeling like i can commit to my end of the deal that day and vice versa. I mean, we, you ebb and flow, and there are times when, like, I'm on it, and I'm feeling energized and great, and so in it, and there are times where he doesn't, and vice versa. And it's so important to, like, recognize 
that you have to pick up the slack. And that's where this comes in about it not being 50-50. There are days where I'm not 50. I'm like at a 10 or a 20. And we saw this video, and she explains it obviously better than I'm going to be able to. Um, but you have to be willing to come in and pick up their percent. Um, and that's just where this fluctuation and um, losing the word. Um, it's just where it comes in. Not so strict. That's when yeah. you're not super strict. like mm-hmm. Adapt. Yeah. Adapt. You Adapt. <laughs> sure. All right. Watch this. It's like a minute. Open place. I don't know. I said it did. Everyone says marriage should be 50-50. It's the biggest crock of bullshit I've ever heard. It's never 50-50. Yeah. Ever. And so what we do is we quantify where we are. So if Steve comes home and he'll be like, I got 20. Just energy. Just energy, investment, kindness, patience. I'm at a 20. And I'll be like, I'll cover you. I got you, brother. Like, I'll pull the 80. Sometimes we come home, which we have done a lot. My mom has been sick. And I'll say, I've got 10. And Steve, like, two days ago said, I'm riding a solid 25. So we know that we have to sit down at the table anytime we have less than 100 combined and figure out a plan of kindness toward each other. Oh, I love that. Yeah, because the thing is, marriage is not something that's 50-50. A partnership works when you can carry their 20 or they can carry your 20. And that when you both just have 20, you have a plan where you don't hurt each other. So that is, uh, we stopped and looked at that and we were like, um, because some of our biggest arguments, frustrations, come when I'm at a 10 and she's at a... And I'm at a 20. Yeah. We haven't had that conversation and said, I'm not, I'm not all the way there. You're not all the way there. We need to be mindful of that and more gracious with each other. Um, because I think it's just so easy. And they just talked about being selfish. Like, you come home from your bad day and you're thinking about that. And the things that you dealt with and you struggled with. But have you stopped to ask your spouse, like... How their day was and where are they at mentally? Are they in the same place as you? Because if that's the case, then you need to take a step back and evaluate, okay, how are we going to navigate this time together when we're both not at 100? Yeah, I mean, it, you're just going to get a never ending cycle. If you don't stop and take the time and realize that, then one of, I'm going to have higher expectations of her than I should. She's going to have higher expectations of me than she should. Uh, never stop chasing a better relationship with your spouse. This is one that we just, we never want to stop. We always want to keep getting better. Life is going to happen. Arguments will be had. It's inevitable. Kids will be mixed in. You're starving kids. Business will both thrive and survive. There'll be times in business where you're trying to keep your head above water. And there's going to be times in business where you're like, man, this is good. Life is good. Um, you just want to keep staying together. You want to push through all those times with your spouse on the same page, like trying to grow your relationship. Coming to this event, which yeah. is exactly what you're doing here today, is trying to grow and trying to become better. Yeah. So with all the roles and responsibilities talk, like it's just so important to – Remember that life changes, life happens. Be gracious with each other. It's not always going to look the same, but what does need to stay the same and stay consistent is the conversation about where you're at and how you can better serve each other in it. Yeah, never, never stop being in love. Never stop dating. Those are the conversations that you got to have. It's easy. It's easy. We can, we came into this conference for the last six weeks, um, honestly, being roommates. Like just because you got a kid, we got life, we got busy. I'm out working until seven, eight o'clock to get jobs finished up. Like. She works 12-hour shifts, so like it, it's just life. Like Life happens. You're all busy people. We're all hustling. We're all busting. We're trying to grow yeah. the next thing, trying to reach our, our peak. Right. And uh, So we're in it. Uh, we're like really deep in it. We don't have uh, two kids, just one right yeah. now. But um, we get we're in it for us, and where your stage of life is, I think it's all relative. Um, just because somebody else has it hard doesn't mean you don't. It's just for you and your life. 
Um, but we're in it and we're surviving. And yeah, yeah. it's good though. I mean, everything is everything is all put it all in your situation. Like I said, don't take it and try to. We don't have it all figured out. These are all things we're still working on. It's just yeah. things that we felt like we're still done. learning. We're so thankful to be here. We're um, we've so enjoyed the past couple of years, and obviously we'll be back. We have so yeah. much more to learn, and just appreciate um, everybody coming in. Yep, looking forward to the future. So this is yeah, really great to have you on the podcast. Reach out if we can help you. Thank y'all. Yeah.